0: Hello. So good to see y'all. The names are popping up, and uh, I hope you've had a great day. Wow, The sun, it was so nice and warm uh, this afternoon. A little shower rain this morning. Um, it's getting close to gardening time. I, as I ride around, I see a lot of you got your gardens all broke up. Uh, but you remember, you got to put some seed in the ground now that by next Friday, isn't it? Yeah, next Friday is Good Friday. Good yeah that's that's the day to put the seed in there um i hope you've got it going on and ready and prepared um i don't know of any announcements other than to uh continue to to uh announce about our uh, easter um breakfast we'll be at uh, well excuse me let's start from the top 7 a.m will be sunrise service easter morning and uh with the cross, and uh, put flowers on there, artificial or the real ones. And um, let's see, uh, seven, 745 uh, will be breakfast. And remember, if you want to eat breakfast, please, please, uh, if you didn't fill out one of those papers last Sunday, call Miss Jeannie at 864-647-2688. And tell her how many will be coming to the breakfast so we, uh, you won't get up there and not have a biscuit. Um, so take care of that. Uh, so 7 o'clock sunrise, 7.45 breakfast, 9 o'clock Sunday school, 10 o'clock worship. Uh, so keep all that in mind. Times is changing. And uh, then we hopefully um, the following week uh, we will start up with Sunday school uh, worship. And uh, Sunday night service, and the Wednesday night service with a meal prior to the service. Uh, that's the plan. So be looking forward to that. Inviting and encouraging others. Uh, remember that's uh, uh, the time of fellowship when we gather uh, for the meal, and uh, seeing new people come. We've had several new ones to join our our congregation, and we're looking forward to seeing them be a part of uh, our meal and fellowship and um, Bible study. So, with that in mind, I'm gonna play you one more song, and then Lynn, uh, she's going to do our prayer um, time tonight. And so, uh, be ready to pray. And, oh yeah, let me go ahead and tell you, uh, tonight we're looking at uh, the Gospel of John, uh, continuing our study there in uh, uh, John's uh, chapter 18, um, beginning with verse 28. John 18:28, okay?
1: tonight. Been a busy day.
0: Wow. a really good
1: day. Um, yeah, it's been a great day. Yeah, been a really good day. Um, I, had, I called about the little Camilla Miller. That would be, it would have been Mary and Cole's great granddaughter. She had a good night, and from what I gather on Facebook today, she's had a pretty good day, so she's doing well, and that's a blessing. Very, the family's very appreciative of all the prayers. So, thank you for praying for little Camilla Miller. Um, also, Just keep remembering Chuck Boyer with his ear surgery. Teresa Anderson, that's Margie West's daughter, surgery. Stephen Thacker, um, Vester Thacker's son had hip replacement. And Rowan Og, this is Carolyn's great niece, um, Carolyn Batson, she's having some scoliosis surgery March the 31st, so they'll be traveling um, to have this surgery done. also, I have I have a friend that I talked with. Her husband has cancer. It's Martha, Marcia, and Dean Tollison. So please pray for Dean um, with cancer. Um, Jeff Turner, we need to continue to remember him. Miss um, Betty Baker asked for prayer for Louise Burkett. She had some uh, surgery on Monday. Um, I believe it was Monday. Uh, my days are running together. This, But she, she went through the surgery fine and is out, so uh, keep remembering her. And then Kenny, um, the families of, of Jamie Charles, Hobie Turner, and Tony Blackwell. Um, just remember these families. Also,
0: and, uh, uh, can, let's continue to pray for uh, Laura uh, Black's daddy, Joe. Uh, yes. They're trying to get an appointment with his heart doctor. So continue to pray for Joe. Yeah
1: joe black um we we try to keep the you get the prayer list in your um about in your bulletin every sunday miss jenny and i've been trying to you know really keep it up and uh so pull it out and pray there's so many people that you can pray for on here and we try to keep it very up to date even the nursing home people uh the homebound people uh our military um brian and holly moore's son joey pierce uh we've been praying for him a long time and the last time he was home from the navy he wore his uniform to church but he got married um like a month ago and uh they're living in florida he's still in service and she's in service so um just to remember we heard from ernest yesterday um he's had covid really bad, but he's here in the States now, He and uh, one of the requests, one of the churches that we were in, Kenny preached there, and then we went back again on Saturday morning just to minister to the women, um, and uh, it burned, um, and they... They had like 200 members and I mean, it was, it was packed yeah. out when we were there, nice. but they lost all their furniture and he is asking for folding chairs. So if you have any folding chairs, I'm going to put something on the association email to ask churches if they have any folding chairs they're not using because he's getting the container up in the middle of April, I believe. He hasn't sent me the email yet, but that's not surprising with Ernest. Bless his heart. Uh, he has a lot of fire. Uh, irons in the fire so uh, continue to remember Ernest. Uh he's trying to get the vaccine he is an american citizen so he can get the vaccine we think so pray that he can get i'm hoping he might can get the johnson and johnson where he can only only have one injection so let's go to the lord in prayer we have so much to be thankful for Our kind Heavenly Father, we love you. We come in adoration and praise of who you are. You are our creator. You are the creator of our world. And Lord, I just stand amazed at the beauty that I see when uh, when we're outside, I mean, uh all kind of flowers especially the jonquils they're just beautiful lord the trees are budding and and it's just like a new beginning spring is always a new beginning Mm -hmm. and i just praise your holy name and lord i thank you for your word that we're going to get to to be into your word tonight and just learn about you and and just praise you and lord i do ask you to forgive us of our sins we're sorry we um we beg you to forgive us because we do say things and do things and think things that are not pleasing to you. So please forgive us. And, Lord, I come thanking you that we have Facebook Live, that we can reach out into into homes of people that we don't even know. And, Lord, I'm very thankful for that. I'm very thankful for our church. I um, just a marvel at... Um, All the people at First Baptist, how kind and loving and thoughtful and giving that they are. And, Lord, we're so appreciative to be a part of that congregation. And, Lord, I ask you tonight to be with um, us as we search for a music minister. Mm -hmm. Music is so important in our church. And, Lord, you have the right person for us. We've just got to find them. And so I just ask you to be with our music committee that's working on that. Lord, just bless them. Just, um... Help them to to have wisdom and guidance from you as as they go about this. This is not an easy task. So, Lord, we ask you just to be with them, and we ask you to bless Mark in his new ministry. Uh, And Mitzi and the children, Lord, we miss them, but we love them, and we ask you just to bless them in this new ministry. And, um, Lord, we... Also, just ask you to be with Kenny tonight as he breaks the bread of life to us, your word, that we can get some gems just to take out and think about and ponder on to help our faith to grow, Lord. We we want our faith to grow, and Lord, if I've left anybody out, I do apologize, and you know who they are. We have a long list, and it's hard to read every name, but you know we have people hurting from loss of life um we have people hurting from wrecks um lord there's just a, a lot of hurting going on in our world but lord it seems like you know things are opening back up again which you know and the numbers are are holding low and we just thank you and our schools are open and busy lord just just thank you for all your blessings and lord we're going to give you the yeah. praise and glory for what you're going to do tonight and we love you lord And we ask all of this in in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Amen. Let's try another song. and What a moment! Wow, it's not going to be for just a moment. It's going to be for eternity when we see Jesus, and and get to move in the uh, God's house and have our own place, and to be with Jesus every day. Um, John's Gospel, chapter 18, beginning with verse 28. But before we begin to read, uh, <clears throat> Long before the Jewish leaders had Jesus arrested uh, in the garden, they determined their their goal was to kill Jesus. And you know this. Uh, the rest of this week and next week is 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 uh, time builds up for Good Friday, the day that he was crucified. Um, you know, a lot was going on, and I want to do my best to share with you tonight and next Wednesday night. Um, just, you know, things that were going on in the background. Uh, you know, a a lot of the, of the, the, the Jesus' life was passed, uh, from one person to the other. Nobody really, uh, wanted to take the blame. So when they, when they decided, uh, you know, the, the Jewish council did not have the right to execute prisoners. So they had to seek out somebody who was strong. Uh, who had courage, and who didn't really care about life, and uh, that would be willing to put the person on the cross. That person that they sought out turned out to be Pontius Pilate. You know, just his name to me gives me cold chills. Um, So as we begin to look at uh, this, I'll read a few verses, and then we want to do a I'll give you an introduction, and then there's 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 four questions that Pilate has asked Jesus about, and so I want you to stay with me uh, tonight. Write write little notes or, or underline stuff in your Bible. Verse 28 of chapter 18 of the Gospel of John. Then led Jesus, then led they Jesus from Caiaphas under the hall of judgment, and it was early, early in the morning. And they themselves went not into the judgment hall, lest they should be defiled, but that they might eat the Passover. Because all this was uh, drawing up to the time that Jesus had already uh, met with his disciples and and had their last meal together and, and their last minute instructions. Uh, you know, I can't imagine uh, how they must have felt, or let alone how Jesus must have felt. And I think about those last-minute instructions. I think about um, uh, John Glenn um, preparing to be to be getting in a capsule and be blasted off into space. Uh, and them probably telling him some last minute things, filling his brain and his mind with stuff uh, that to keep an eye out for this, for that. This could go wrong. That could go wrong. Can you imagine how he felt, especially when those big engines begin to fire up and that whole thing is rumbling and shaking? I mean, his life was on the line. Jesus, life was on the line. Now, they thought they was doing the devil a service, but the whole thing through the mockery of trials and passed from this and one to the other, uh, was God's will. Uh, You know, the the suffering part. Um, You know, it's not God's will that any perish and go to a devil's hell, and that's why Jesus went through what he went through. Pilate, verse 29 says, Pilate then went out unto them and said, What accusation bring you against this man? Well, before we get into uh, these answers here, there were three stages um, in in the um, uh, uh, the Jewish trial uh, the the Roman trial after the his arrest, Jesus was taken to the home of Annas, and there Annas just questioned him left and right. but keep in mind now Jesus has already been beaten. And I mean, just mistreated in every kind of way. And then you got old Annas asking uh, questions informally about who are you? Where'd you come from? And what is your purpose? Uh, You know, he wanted to prove that both his doctrine and the disciples were anti-Roman. Now, you think about the doctrine that we as Christians know. And the way our world's going, y'all, listen, the way our world's going, I'm not going to be shocked. I'm not going to be surprised if government uh, <laughs> government officials show up at our church one Sunday as we begin to gather and or as we begin to exit and question in us about why we are there and where, what is our goal, what is our motive. And, uh, you know, Jesus faced all of that. Stage two of the Jewish trial took place before old Caiaphas. He was another rascal. And whatever uh, members of the Sanhedrin that he could dig up at this late hour of the night, you know, he didn't care if he had a whole staff. He just wanted to get this thing on. When Jesus confessed clearly that he was the Christ and that his father had sent him and they knew who his father was because he told them over and over. And every time he mentioned this, they would accuse him of blasphemy. And, and therefore, according to their law, he was worthy of death. So... Stage three of the Jewish law took place uh, as early as possible, and the leaders again condemned Jesus to death. Uh, you know uh, the 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 three stages of the Roman trial were the first appearance before Pilate, the appearance of uh, to Herod, the second appearance before Old Pilate, and 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 then we see uh, as you can see, Apostle John records only the interrogations by Annas. And Pilate, uh, he does mention Caiaphas only in passing. He doesn't go into any detail about the way that uh, Caiaphas treated him. But Annas and Caiaphas and Pilate and Herod, all these guys, they, they, they stood for the same thing, hatred. They wanted things their way and they didn't care who got in their way. They would destroy them. And see, Jesus was in their way. And uh, you think about the miracles that that Jesus uh, uh, did, especially uh, when it came to idols, and what he said about idols—that we don't need any idol; we need we need God the Father—and and he performed miracles according to this. And hey, they didn't like that either because it was taken away from their their living. So uh, the Roman trial was conducted by Pilate um revolved around four key questions. First question was, Pilate says to him, uh, uh, says to the group when they brought Jesus before him in 28 through 32, um, the Jews therefore said unto him, it is not lawful for us to put any man to the death, but verse 32 says that the saying of Jesus might be fulfilled, which he spoke signifying what death he should die. The question was, what is the accusations here what is the reason that you have are troubling me uh that bringing this man before me you see it was it was logical for Pilate to ask the official um accusations um in luke 23 verse 2 uh let me see matthew mark let me turn over here um I don't want to get in no hurry, and I don't want to get in a hurry and not do all I want to do tonight. Luke, Luke twenty-three, verse two. Luke twenty-three. But I don't want to take much of y'all's time either, because I know some of you can't wait to get back out in the yard. Verse, uh, Luke twenty-three, verse two says, and they begin to accuse him, saying. Now this is the accusations. Okay, this is what they accused Jesus of. We found this fellow perverting the nation and forbidding to give tribute to Caesar, saying he himself is Christ, a king. That was the accusations um, uh, that this group. Uh, you know, I'm I'm satisfied. This this uh, some of this group was hired uh, to speak falsely against Jesus. This is like in our government world. I believe some of them hired uh, to do the things that is corrupt in our nation. Well, in, in the, the, the official charges, he led the nation astray. He opposed paying, paying tribute to Caesar. And then he claimed to be the Jewish Messiah. He claimed to be the king. Uh, you know, these, these things were like pouring salt. Uh, in a womb. I'm going to read them one more time. I want you to be sure you get them. He led the nation astray, they said. He opposed paying tribute money to Caesar. And he claimed to be the Jewish Messiah, the king. But had the Jews alone judged Jesus and found him guilty, he would have been killed by stoning uh, you know, um, uh, James. Wasn't it James stoned Help me no, out. No Stephen. no. Stephen. Stephen was stoned to death. And you remember, uh, you know, as he was dying, uh, looking up, uh, you know, he saw Jesus. And it wasn't but it just a few seconds, minutes, that he was in his presence um, there in heaven. But if they'd have had their way they would have bypassed the cross which was a horrible thing and they would have killed Jesus by stoning uh you see God determined that his son would be crucified and and that's that was here again God's will I want to let's look at uh, John 3 14 John 314 um uh, And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up, nailed to the cross, and lifted up. And in uh, 8.28, where it says there, Then they led Jesus from Caiaphas unto the hall of judgment. And it was early, and they themselves went not into the judgment hall, lest they should be defiled, but that they might eat the Passover, uh, you know, before... Um, this thing was going to take place. And so, that leads us up to a, a second question uh, that Pilate had for Jesus. He says, Are you the king of the Jews? Are you? Look at the beginning of verse 33. Then Pilate entered into the judgment hall again and called Jesus and said unto him, Art thou king of the Jews? Jesus answered him, "Sayest thou this thing of thyself, or did others tell thee you about me?" Here we go. instead of Pilate asking Pilate asked Jesus a question, and then Jesus turned right around and asked him a question. Who told you about this? You know, you didn't find this out on your own, or did others tell you um, of me? Verse thirty-five. Pilate answered, Am I a Jew, thine own nation, and the chief priest have delivered you unto me? Like, hey, buddy, I am in charge. What hast thou done? Well, Jesus answered, My kingdom is not of this world. If any kingdom were of this world, if my kingdom were of this world, Then would my servants fight, that I should not be delivered to the Jews. But now is my kingdom not from here. Pilate therefore said unto him, Art thou a king then? Jesus answered, You say so, I'm a king. To this end I was born, and for this cause came I into the world that I should bear witness unto the truth. Everyone that is off the truth heareth my voice. Think about yourself as I think about me. Do we stand for the truth? Uh, you know, I don't know how long we're going to be able to pick up money and read on there, In God We Trust. You know, for a, let's just say, for instance, a lost person, okay? They got money in their bill So let me see you. Let me see a dollar bill. You got a dollar bill? You read on there, in God we trust. Then look at that person and say, do you? Do you? Do you trust God? Who can you trust today? Hey, I'm going to put it just like it is. You can't trust nobody but Jesus. You know, I'm human. I'll fail you. I'll forget to do something. I mean, so many times I, I read your names early in the morning, um, and I'm talking early, way before daylight sometime. I read the birthday list, and I'll tell Lynn whose birthday it is, and I said, and she'll real quick tell me it's too early to call. Well, you know, time rock, rocks on, time gets away, and first thing you know, it's too late to call. And I feel so bad because I have forgotten to call you on your birthday. Um You know, I I just, I fail you, and all I can do is call the next day and say, hey, I'm sorry, and then sing to you. Pilate, no doubt, felt um, himself on safe ground when he asked about Christ's kinship. Now, keep in mind, Pilate's job, his job was like a judge. He's going to put him on the cross. He, he don't care what somebody's going to say. He's going to put him on the cross. But then I believe he begins to have second thoughts. So he's trying to wiggle his way safely, uh, you know, to please Jesus and to please the people. Now, you know, and I know the Bible says uh, you can't serve two masters. Jesus said you can't serve two masters for either you will love one, hate the other, or you will cling to one and you will despise the other. Um you know, Pilate, no doubt, felt himself on safe ground when he asked, asked the Lord about his uh, kingship. However, he was not prepared for the answer. And this is what the answer was. It is as you say. <laughs> That's what Jesus said back to him. But then Jesus added a question of his own. Listen to this. Are you saying this on your own initiative did you come up with that pilot or did others tell you about me what our lord really was asking here what kind of king do you have in mind pilot uh you know you you uh you pretty high up the ladder uh you in charge people are listening to you they're watching you today if you want a king what kind of king do you want i know you you want to be in charge And I think about, what I think about there is I think about when the devil got thrown, kicked out of heaven. Because he said, I want to be like God. I want to do this and I want to do that. I want to call the shots. Well, a Roman king or a Jewish king, which one do you want? You want a political king or a spiritual king? Jesus was not evading the issue here as he conversed with the conversation um, with Pilate. He was forcing Pilate to clarify, what do you mean? What do you mean, Pilate? You know, Pilate was really questioning Jesus, but then before it's over with here, we see Jesus questioning him. Um, after all, it was not Jesus that was on trial right here. It's Pilate. People are watching. People are listening. And so, you know, it, it, he, he's asked the questions. He First of all, he wanted to know what he was accused of. Then he wanted to know, uh, uh, are you a king of the Jews? Well, Jesus did not say that he had no kingdom in this world or that he would never rule the earth. He does have a kingdom in this world. Forever, listen, for every person that's been saved, we are part of that kingdom that's on earth right now. Um Listen, Pilate's concern was the source of his kingdom. The The source of, where did you originate from? Where did Jesus uh, uh, derive his authority? And, of course, he kept telling them, I'm here to do the will of my Father. I'm not here to do mine, but my Father. Um, you know, my Father, which is in heaven. You know, that stirred things up. Well... Jesus not only told Pilate of his origin, he also explained his ministry. He said, I am sent to bear witness of the kingdom of God. What if Jesus hadn't come? Think about that. What if Jesus hadn't come? That we born, we live, we die and hell is it. What if he hadn't come? Well, you say, well, uh, if hell was all it was, what about heaven? Well, the thing about it is, uh, Jesus gave us a choice. He created that. And so, uh, you know, when we think about, uh, about all this, He spoke the truth. He spoke God's word. And all were His people, uh, would respond to His call. Rome's, uh, weapon, uh, was the sword. But our Lord's weapon was the truth. That he is God. Um, he had the sword of the Spirit. And when the devil tempted him in the wilderness, uh, he spoke scripture to him. That's the best way. You know, it does not pay to argue with a lost person. It don't pay to argue with a Christian either. Quote scripture. You can't argue with scripture. Scripture doesn't contradict itself. It's all, it's all truth. Every bit of it. So. We do not know uh, with what attitude uh, Pilate asked uh, this famous question, what is truth? But it's a classic essay, listen, of, of Pilate, and he would not say, uh, would not stay for an answer. But we are not certain uh, that Pilate was suggesting anything here. Perhaps he was sincere. Um you know these these Roman and these Greek philosophers had discussed uh and debated about the question that had come that can settle that could try to settle the conclusion here. It, hey, it's like this we're here in the trial, we know what the verdict's gonna be, let's get on with the nailing Jesus to the to the cross. Finally, Pilate had the courage to face the crowd and declare the verdict. And this is what he said. I find no fault in this man. Okay? Now he sort of switched from their side to Jesus' side. After questioning Jesus, he said, "I, I I can't find any fault in the man. I've heard about his works. And yet you bring him here telling me the things you're telling me goes against what he stood for. A third question that Pilate asked Jesus Shall I release the king of the Jews? Look at verse 39, chapter 18. But ye have a custom that I should release unto you one at the Passover. Will ye therefore that I release unto the king of the Jews? Then cried they all again, saying, Not this man, but Barabbas. Now, Barabbas was a robber. He was a low-down scum of the earth. He was a thief. He was... Well, the fact that Herod had found nothing worthy of death in Jesus' incur, and in, uh, that Jesus encouraged Pilate to confront the Jewish leaders to seek to release a prisoner. So he, that was what he finally said. I don't, I don't find no fault in this man. I think we ought to release him. Well, before they released him, the, the question was to beat the prisoner and then release him. So, he says, I think we ought to discourage him and turn him loose. The Jews had already made it clear they wanted Jesus to die. They, they had already made that clear. Ver, look at verse uh, 31. Then said Pilate unto them, Take ye him and judge him according to your law. The Jews therefore said unto him, It is not lawful for us to put any man uh, to death. It's not lawful for us to do it, but we bring him to you. We accuse him of these things, and we expect you to pass judgment. We expect you uh, to put him to death on the cross. Who would want that kind of a prisoner turned loose, O Barabbas? You know, hey, go roam the streets again. You know, I'm sorry, that's the problem with our courts today. Our our faithful law enforcement, they're out there enforcing the law, they arrest people, they take them into court, and the judges turn them loose. Back out on the street where you and I are trying to keep our stuff and, and handle this and handle that. You know, it's a, it's a no-win situation. You know, incredible as it seems. The crowd asked for Barabbas. The people were persuaded that the chief priests did not vote motivate them toward the Passover. And a vote for Barabbas was a vote against Rome. Even though Jesus had been a popular figure among the people, many of them, no doubt, had disappointed that he would have led a popular uprising and become the king. There is no explaining how mob chooses its heroes. No doubt here in this situation, many of the Jews admired Barabbas for his cunning and courage, and they rejoiced that he was going to be the one to be turned loose. Pilate tried a new approach. He tried the sympathy approach. Listen to this. The crowd had cried, Crucify him. But perhaps they would be happy if Jesus were scourged first, beaten first before they put him on the cross. They had already about half beat him to death, and then here uh, they're they're asking uh, they're asking for more. You see, uh, if when I look back at the background and, and you know uh, they treated as though um, that he was guilty. You, in their hearts, they knew they had seen miracles he had done, and how he had loved people from little children to old people, middle-aged people, uh, um, and and he did it for us. You know, he did it for them, and he did it for us. He was he was slapped in the face by by Annas himself. He was spit upon and beaten when he when he went before Caiaphas and the council. Uh, they were still shouting crucify now Pilate scourged him and the soldiers smacked him in the face and before they led him to Calvary the soldiers mocked him and beat him with a rod how much suffering did he do for us you know we'll never know well the last question that Pilate asked Jesus where are you from son I need to know where you're from. John 19 It says then Pilate therefore took Jesus and scourged him and the soldiers planted a crown of thorns and put it on his head and they put him on the purple put him on a purple robe and said hail king of the Jews and they slapped him with their hands Pilate therefore went forth again and saith unto them, Behold, I bring him forth to you, that ye may know that I find no fault in him. Then came Jesus forth, wearing the crown of thorns and the purple robe, and Pilate saith unto them, Behold your man, look at him, look at him. When the chief priests therefore and the officers saw him, they cried out, saying, Crucify him, crucify him. Pilate saith unto him, Take ye him and crucify him, for I find no fault in the man. Isn't that something? Go crucify him, but I don't find no fault in him. The Jews answered him, We have a law, and by our law he ought to die, because he made himself the Son of God. Listen to verse 8. And when Pilate therefore heard that saying, he was the more afraid. And went again into the judgment hall. And saith unto the Jews. From where art thou? But Jesus gave him no answer. He didn't answer that question. Where would you come from? He didn't answer him. Then saith Pilate unto him. Speakest thou not to me? Knowest that I have the power. To crucify you. And have the power. Or I can release you. Jesus answered. Listen to this. Thou couldest have no power at all. Except it were given to thee from above. If my Father gave you the power, you could do it. Therefore, he that delivereth me unto thee hath the the greater sin. And from then on Pilate sought to release him. But the Jews cried out, saying, If thou let this man go, you are not on Caesar's side. You're not his friend. Whosoever maketh himself a king speaketh against Caesar, well, you know what, also, Pilate's wife sent Pilate a, le- a note, and in short, the very simple, it said, you better not have nothing to do with this man, or you're going to wish you'd have never seen him, you better have nothing to do with him, if you're looking for a reference, that's Matthew 27, 19. Why did Jesus not answer Pilate's question? You know, I'm wondering myself. He said, who are you? Where'd you come from? Didn't answer him. You know, uh, it's a basic spiritual principle that God does not reveal new truth when we have failed to acknowledge what he's already given us. So, you know, you back up uh, in Scripture. He'd already asked him that once before. And Jesus told him. So this time, when he asked him, he didn't say anything, because he'd already told him. You know, of course, our Lord's silence goes back to Isaiah 53, 7, which said he was led before his shearers like a sheep, dumb, and never opened his mouth. And that was, again, fulfilling scripture. John nineteen eleven. Uh I may have done read that, but I'm going to read it again. And Jesus answered, Thou couldest have no power against me except for it were given to you from woe. Therefore, he that delivereth me unto thee hath the greater sin. Um. You know, it records our Lord's last words to Pilate. The only way you can go through with what you're fixing to do, Pilate, is my Father give you the the right, give you the authority. You know, see, one day. God is going to call Pilate before the judgment seat. Guess what? You and I are going to stand before a judgment seat also. I want to read Matthew 12, 36 and 37. Matthew 12, 36 and 37. Matthew 12, 36 and 37. But I say unto you, this is Jesus speaking, that every idle word that men shall speak, they shall give account of it in the day of judgment. For by thy words thou shalt be justified, and by thy words thou shalt be uh, condemned. You know, the final burst of courage here, Pilate tried to release Jesus, but John doesn't tell us uh, in this passage um, what steps Pilate took other than, I find no fault in a man. You take him. You do what you want to with him. I find no fault in him. You know, Pilate here was being a traitor to Caesar. Caesar stood up, but Pilate didn't. Pilate just cowed down in fact, the Bible says he washed his hands. As if, say, hey, I'm not going to have anything to do with this. I'm washing my hands and y'all take care of The crowd had the last word. We have no king but Caesar. We will not have this man to reign over us, and neither will we follow him. So therefore we say, crucify him. From the human standpoint, now listen to this, and I'm closing. From a human standpoint, the trial of Jesus was the greatest crime and tragedy in history. The greatest crime, as far as human goes, is when they put Jesus on the cross. From the divine viewpoint, it was the fulfilling of prophecy and the accomplishment of the will of God. What will we do with Jesus? Neutral, we cannot be. One day, my heart will be asking, what's Jesus going to do with me? What's he going to do with me? You know, as I stood in line to get my uh, COVID shot, I don't like needles. And uh, I'm thinking, gosh, I hate a needle. Mm, it's going to hurt when they stick it in there. mm It's going to hurt when they start injecting that medicine. But then I thought, hey, it won't last 30 seconds. 30 seconds. I mean, can you not take it for 30 seconds? Jesus took all this punishment and this beating for days before they nailed him uh, to the cross. And we'll look at that as, as we come up for next Wednesday. I hope you've got something out of this tonight. If nothing else... Choose you this day whom you will serve. But Joshua said, as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. Father, thank you for the evening. Thank you for Jesus. Thank you for your word. Thank you, Lord, that we have uh, a copy of your holy word. Thank you because of us accepting you that the Holy Spirit lives in us. And, Lord, I ask you to help us. Uh, to put our faith and our trust in you every day. And uh, you've heard our prayer request for tonight. And Lord, I pray that you would just bless those that need you most tonight. Help our people to trust in you. In Jesus' name, amen. I don't, know where I got to. I don't think I had another song, did I, Lynn? All right, I'm going to close with this song. You can watch or you can turn me off. Jesus. <laughs> Good night.